0: Hello, this is Courtney from Wonder in English. The Wonder in English community provides free online English lessons for students with an intermediate to advanced level of English. For the full version of this lesson, don't forget to check out wonderinenglish.com, w-o-n-d-e-r, inenglish.com. Hello, this is Courtney back from Wonder in English. So today's podcast is about meditation and all of the wonderful benefits of meditation. But before we get into the podcast, I wanted to list off some vocabulary words, and I want you guys to listen out for the words and try to figure out the meaning based off of the context. After the podcast, I will explain what the words mean, and I'll have even more words available on wonderinenglish.com. I always put the full vocabulary lesson on that website as well as questions. And I would love to hear from you guys in the comments. So the first word for today is allotted. Then to delve into something. Hovering over something. Counterintuitive. To go haywire to plummet, strenuous, to tackle the problem, to hone something, taxing, and bug or bug goes around. Okay, so don't forget, you'll find all of these vocabulary words and even more words on the Wonder in English website written out for you guys, so don't forget to check that out. Today I wanted to talk to you guys about meditation because last week we talked about habits and I want to continue on with this theme of self-betterment or how can we make ourselves better. And actually at the start of this year, one of my New Year's resolutions was to start meditating once a day for the whole year for 10 minutes. And so far so good, I've done just about a month because I started a little bit later than New Year's. And I've already noticed that I've had some really positive effects. I'm feeling calmer. I'm more able to manage my moods. I get less stressed. I, I think that I'm eating better foods. And it's hard to say because I've also been improving other areas of my life like sleeping more and exercising more. So it's hard to say that it's just the meditation that's doing this. However, Meditation does have a variety of benefits, and there have been tons and tons of studies that demonstrate this. So that's what I wanted to talk to you guys today about, and I'm going to list off of these benefits for you, and then maybe you guys can give it a try. So what even is meditation? Well, there are various types, but the meditation that I began is called mindfulness meditation, and this is simply being more mindful and present in your physical body. So we're really concentrating on our body, like on our breath specifically. So I'm feeling my breath, inhale and exhale. Sometimes I'm even counting the breaths, like inhale one, exhale two, and then I count to 10 and restart over. And I've actually been using the Headspace meditation app. But I used to meditate when I was younger to music or even to just silence and just feeling the rise and the fall of my belly. And so I definitely recommend the Headspace app because it gives you a specific allotted time. So if you're, if you only have 10 minutes or 20 minutes, then you know you won't go over. It also guides you through the meditation and it teaches you to relax into it and not stress too much about the thoughts that arise. It lets you know that it's really natural and very human to feel thoughts and even to feel anxiety at times, and that it's okay to just be present and watch those thoughts come without holding on to them and exploring them, but just watching them pass by more like clouds. What I mean by this is sometimes a thought will come into my mind. If it were a normal moment in my day, I would probably delve into that thought and think more about that topic. However, during my meditation practice, that thought arises and I have this kind of third party awareness as if I'm hovering over my mind and witnessing it and I can say, oh, that's a thought. And then once I recognize that, I can allow that thought to drift by and not focus on it and not think more about it and think more into the story about it. So that is essentially the essence of meditation is we want to find this, this space of peace where there's no thoughts and that doesn't happen very often and that's okay. The point is that we want to create a longer period of time where we're in that space of being just present and existing without all of our thoughts and our mind taking over as it usually does. And it seems like such a simple thing and it's kind of counterintuitive that in order to solve many problems in our life, we can actually stop thinking about it or just stop thinking in general. But meditation is definitely that tool that can help us solve issues like anxiety, depression, issues with ADHD or the inability to focus. It can help us improve our relationships and our sense of well-being And that's all from the act of just taking a moment away from our mind for the day or for 10 minutes and just being. And I think it's really important because if you think about it, we're always stimulated by something. And if it's not by something else, then it's by ourselves, by our own thoughts. So it's extremely important to actually take that time, at least a few minutes a day, to just give yourself a second to have nothing going on. And to just be present. I don't think our brains were made to be uh, going haywire every single minute of every single day of our whole entire life. At some point, things need to rest, you know? Just like we rest during the night, our mind isn't even resting then. So we have to give ourselves some moment to rest during the day. So let's start to go over how meditation helps us. So first of all, it helps us reduce stress. And it actually reduces the density of the brain tissue that is associated with anxiety and worrying. So there's physical changes to the brain. It's literally restructuring the brain and the way it functions. So in order to plummet your stress levels, all you have to do is introduce a daily meditation practice. 10 to 20 minutes a day, once or twice a day. And you'll see, like I did, how much that can help with your anxiety. It also increases a general sense of well-being. So you feel like you're a little bit happier and a little bit more easygoing. And these therapeutic effects increase your quality of life. And other things like yoga and Tai Chi have also been known to cause these same therapeutic effects. And I practice yoga and I can totally agree with this, that after yoga I feel super zen, super calm. And I think it's because yoga is really that moving meditation. You're only concentrating on your body. I'm not thinking about everything I have to do and what I said yesterday and what that person might feel and all the things I want to achieve with my life. I'm thinking about, okay, I'm going to move this arm to the left. Oh, my leg is really, really working in this pose or things like that. You're just completely concentrated on your body which means that you're a hundred and ten percent present in the now in this exact moment and like I was saying before we don't have many moments where we're entirely completely present in the moment so that's why yoga is such a beautiful thing it can be easier than meditation because you're moving and it involves you know more strenuous exercise so you can concentrate solely on what you're doing because it's strenuous. So that might be a little bit easier than meditation. However, I think meditation is equally if not more important because you need to give yourself a chance to learn how to control your mind when you don't have a lot going on and when your mind is still just going crazy. Because I think there's so many times during the day where we can work ourselves up and get really anxious or upset about something when. If we just come back to that breath, into that meditative state for just a moment, we can clear our thoughts and tackle the problem with greater calmness and greater intelligence. If you ever have trouble concentrating on something that you're trying to do, then you can actually just take a couple of minutes to meditate and this will really help your brain focus. I think it's because we're removing all those extra thoughts and we're giving ourselves a chance to calm down that we're better able to focus on the one task at hand. If you're having issues with your relationship, and even if you're not, meditation is super helpful. It allows you to empathize more with other people, and it also hones your ability to pick up on the cues of how other people are feeling. So if you kind of have trouble knowing how someone else feels in a given moment, meditation can really help you with that. It also helps you increase your creativity. So that's no surprise that there are a ton of famous people that meditate. For example, Oprah Winfrey meditates or Adam Levine and even Kobe Bryant. And of course, their jobs are very taxing and very difficult. And I think it shows a lot that they take 10 minutes out of their day to meditate when they have so many other things that they could be doing. It's clear that there are so many benefits from this that it's just worth that amount of time. If you're worried about an upcoming test or or memorizing something, then sit down and meditate. It improves your ability to memorize things and store and consolidate new information in the brain. It also improves your ability to make decisions. So when you sit down for that test, you'll know which is the right answer because you memorized it and you have no problem picking one single decision. And also meditation has this incredible ability to help you find what authors now coined the term of flow. And what flow is, is it's essentially this ability to be totally present in whatever activity that you're doing, so present, so engaged that you actually forget about the outside world. So for example, if I sit down and I'm writing and I have an appointment at two o'clock and it's one o'clock and I'm writing and I'm writing and I'm writing and and I completely forget about my two o'clock appointment, it's because I was probably in this state of flow. I was so concentrated and so into the writing that I was doing. And meditation can help you get into that state. It also helps you with your health. So if you ever have addictions, especially like with alcohol or drugs, these very powerful addictions, meditation has been a known cure for these things. It also helps you improve cardiovascular health so you can better breathe and have a reduced risk of heart disease. And it even enhances your immune system. So if there's a bug going around, don't worry because you'll be more resistant to viruses and infections when you're meditating regularly. And if you're in chronic pain, some studies have shown that meditation is actually more effective at reducing mental and physical pain even better than morphine, which is a super strong pain medication. So with all of these benefits of meditation, my question to you is how come more people aren't doing it? What is it about meditation that is so difficult? I think it is difficult. I don't think it's always easy. But I think the most difficult part of it is, is that we have these expectations of how meditation should be. If we just sit down and try to meditate and try to clear our mind and try to relax, and if it doesn't always work out and we're okay with that, then I think it's not a difficult process. I think it's the moment that we meet meditation with this resistance with this feeling that it has to be this way and it should be perfect and I shouldn't be thinking about anything and then tension grows and then our thoughts grow. I think that is when meditation becomes hard. So if you guys can just try this, maybe a couple of times a week, just sit down, make yourself calm, breathe in and out and concentrate on that breath and then notice how you feel after you're done meditating and especially after you've meditated regularly for a couple of weeks Okay, thank you so much for listening to that podcast. Now I wanted to go over what these words meant. So the very first word was allotted. And I used this when I was talking about time. I said a specific allotted time. So allotted means that you've put aside something for a particular reason. So you can have an allotted amount of money, for example, that you're saving for vacation. Or in this case, when I said time, you can have an allotted amount of time that you set aside to meditate. For example, I allot 10 minutes per day to meditate. To delve into something. This is when you investigate or you try to figure out more about something. So for example, we often use this with problems or people's personal life or other figurative ideas. For example, you can delve into a problem that you have at work and you can try to figure out why that problem exists and how to fix it hover over something. So when you're hovering, you're floating above something, floating in the air. So for example, people often say that when they die, their soul hovers over their physical body. Counterintuitive. So counterintuitive, this is one word, and counter is a prefix. And normally when we have counter, it's something that goes against. That's what it typically means. So Counterintuitive means that it goes against your natural intuition or your natural thoughts and feelings about something. For example, avocados have a lot of fat, but this is good fat. And that might seem counterintuitive that some fat can be good because fat seems normally like it would be bad. To go haywire... So when something goes haywire, it means it goes crazy and it breaks down in some way. So we often use this with technology. If your computer goes haywire, it might be frozen on like a red screen or it might not turn on properly. Um, But in this case, I use to go haywire with our brain. So our thoughts go haywire. They go mad and they just kind of go out of control. To plummet. So to plummet means to drop very quickly and we often use this to describe how people fall from something and die, which is really sad. But we'll say that someone plummets to their death if they fall off of something that's high up. Strenuous. So I used strenuous when I was describing exercise. And something that's strenuous is difficult or causes stress on your body. So strenuous exercise is like running. Or I use yoga. And some people might be surprised, but yoga can be strenuous if you take a difficult yoga class. Tackle the problem. So to tackle, normally we use this, for example, in American football. And when you tackle something, you run at it head on, face first, and you jump on it. So in American football, people will tackle each other. They'll like just run and jump on each other and tackle them to the ground. Tackle the problem is a collocation, which means that these words are very, very often seen together. So when you tackle a problem, you're handling it or dealing with the problem in a very determined and efficient way. If you can imagine like those football players tackling each other, it's the same way that you are tackling the problem. To hone something. I used the word to hone with your ability, so you can hone your ability. And to hone means to improve or to sharpen your skills in one area. So if I hone my ability at public speaking, then I'm probably doing that by practicing public speaking more and more often. Taxing. To say something is taxing means that it's difficult or it's hard on you either physically or emotionally. So for example, I could say that it's taxing to drive in a snowstorm for many hours at a time. It's emotionally taxing because I'm stressed out about the fact that I could easily crash And it's also physically taxing because I don't want to blink and I don't want to lose concentration. I have to be very physically alert every single second. And the very last one is bug or bug goes around. So a bug is a cold. And we say that it goes around when a bunch of people we know are starting to get sick and it seems like it's spreading to even more people. So we often just say, oh, there's a bug going around. That's a really normal sentence in English. Okay, so that's all the vocabulary that I'm going to mention orally on the podcast, but don't forget that I have a ton more vocabulary on wonderinenglish.com. We also have a new YouTube channel, Wonder in English. Don't forget to check that out. I answer very specific questions my students have And we can use that to get to know each other a little bit more. So thank you so much for staying tuned and I'll see you next week for the next podcast. Bye.